Hey, Tony. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. What's up there, bud? Listen here, bud. Can't start <laughs> off the show so hot. You understand what I'm saying, oh, bud? Oh, this is hot as a fucking sun here, bud. Listen here, bud. Now that you put those things up behind you there, bud, looks like you got some cat ears on the TV screen here. Oh, I can see that there. You look like that's you got pretty, some kind of pretty good there, bud. Little Kate Sith ears there, bud. You oh, look God. like a kitty cat, a fat no. kitty cat. This this generation doesn't even know what Kate Sith is there, bud, because he yeah. wasn't even in this remake, bud. Not, not there, bud. It'll be there, bud. Don't worry there, bud. Uh, hey, Tony. Hey, Derek. Uh, so Father's Day is coming up, right? Your dad. I'm a dad. I don't mm. mean like that. Don't tell me I am. Well, yeah, the courts also tell you. Well, anyway, so your uh, Father's Day is coming up, but in so like I was thinking about this today, you know, with Father's Day, you got the kids. Like, what is your honest expectation for the kids that you have? I mean, your kids are a little older. Like, do you expect gifts? Do you expect like a card? Like, what you know? What what is the normal of that age kind of gift expectation? What do you have for them? They just don't give me anything, really. Really, like, they might they might make me card, but I'm I'm not that materialistic guy. So, sure, okay, that went far. Um, so, <laughs> I don't know. So they're kids; they don't got money. Their mom's broke. So, like, well, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's fair. I was just like, yeah. you know, my my expectation is just usually. Um, if well, this I was, only got like six dads she's gotta have to worry about you know the the kids like if i'm if i'm working you know sometimes they'll make food or make stuff or send like okay. cute videos uh yeah, they're yeah. really good at you know making the cards um and trying to you know Amanda's always good at trying to find some kind of small little gifts uh for them to give me for father's day so um you know it depends on depends on the year and 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 that kind of stuff but um my expectations are always pretty low i don't need someone to, to get me something it's uh-huh. it, it's it's more of uh, an appreciation day that a lot of times i end up working and usually when i work i feel like a piece of shit so i'm, uh-huh. happy, I'm, I'm happy i'm not working this time it's kind of what i'm uh-huh. getting at. uh-huh where's this going well i'm, I'm gonna be working outside on the grill <laughs> I mean, uh, you might be doing work but i don't yeah, know that uh, uh, anybody hired you i'm gonna be well so i'm gonna be i'm gonna be working out near the grill and, and the old smoker you uh we hung out and watched wrestling uh this yeah, last did. week um at your <laughs> might smoke that dog might <laughs> smoke smoke that cat or dog or whatever that thing is making noise we uh we, we hung out at your vacation home over in indianola true uh, your 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 lovely retreat back there and in the, in you the, might call it the ewa household if, it, if derek vance is to be trusted <laughs> it's definitely the ewa household that's the password to get in and out if you are if you're locked out of your own house um <laughs> there's looting and shooting going on you better know EWA the password, password. Yep, you gotta yeah, know the password sure so we we hung out and and Tony told me before I went over there's like hey I got some burgers I got some dogs I'm gonna cook those up on the grill and yeah. I'm like fuck yeah bud let's get after it you know I brought oh the- yeah bud let's get after it bud <laughs> we I brought the older kids and uh, and and Tony Tony's got the meat. Uh, <laughs> And he's got it seasoned up. (laughs) Can you define, can you point on this doll where Tony has to meet? (laughs) And, uh, and so we go outside and Tony's got the smallest grill known to mankind. I told you, man. This dude's got, I don't even want to say how much his computer was, but he's got a good computer setup that we do this on. 
Uh-huh. And this dude's got the cheapest Walmart Weber grill that you could find and and sits in a lawn chair when he grills. Listen. This is asinine. Let, let's let's correct some things. Let's correct right. some things. First of all, not Weber. It's charcoal brand. Whatever. Okay. So it's $35. Second, <laughs> second of all, the price differential between the grill and the computer. Now, I don't want to be hyperbolic, but it might be like around 50 times less expensive. Yeah. The, the grill so would be 50 times less expensive. Let's say that that grill hypothetically was $30 at Target. Yep. And, you know, it was one fiftieth the cost of my computer. There, there are some figures there for you. There's some numbers. So... As as we go outside, you know, and so here here I am. I've got you know I've got this decent grill. I've got a pretty good pretty good smoker in my place, which I use quite often. And we uh-huh. go outside, you know. I, I I gave Tony a beer. It's a bitch beer. I'm drinking a bitch beer too. So we're just we're, we're two middle aged, somewhat white dudes standing outside, and he busts out this grill. The epitome that's the, of EWA right the, here. The, he busts out this grill that's the size of my shin, and then proceeds. <laughs> And then proceeds to treat it like we're championship grillers where he gets out the charcoal tube, pours the charcoal, that's fucking matchlight charcoal, into the pre-lit little canister and lights it as if it needs to be, you know, pre-worked and and have anything done to it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Just because it's matchlight charcoal doesn't mean that you don't put it in the charcoal chimney and and get get it red hot. You dump it and pump it, baby. You know what I mean? You you put the charcoal in the grill and you light the fucker. You don't need a tube. You don't need newspaper. You don't need none of that shit, especially when your grill is as big as your dick. Like, that thing is so small that I just don't know what you think you're working with here. And Listen. I was, I, and then the fact that then he sits to fucking flip the burgers and is using tongs when he's got a spatula. It was, I had never felt more embarrassed of you as a man that day than that, than that moment. Here's my commitment to you. Okay. This weekend. Gonna get a grill. grill. Okay. Uh, well, I can't commit to that, <laughs> oh. but he's walking my, back my commitment, no, my commitment to you is I'm going to go shop for a girl. Okay. I appreciate that. Yeah, it, you at least need a grill to like you. Don't worry, don't fucking worry. I'm gonna risk life and death. I'm gonna risk the corona to go appease you. God forbid you didn't stuff your goddamn fucking face oh, and I, eat like all the fucking cottage cheese. I love some cottage cheese. I did. I you listen. You called cottage cheese bougie. That's bougie, man. What is what is what does bougie mean? Bougie means that it's a special treat in the household. Cottage cheese is a special treat. Yes, it ain't cheap. You bought two dollar and fifty cent single burgers, and you bought two of them for you and me. That's bougie, brother. Listen, I don't think that I have the time necessary to explain to you the difference between cost and value. No, 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 no. We've talked about this. Me going and getting a video game from a store, you ordering it online completely. There's the value proposition. I'll save $10 by driving to a Walmart. You'll spend the $10 so you don't have to leave your house even more so than you already don't leave your house now, even though you pretend like you do when you get dressed up like you're going. Don't don't make me sound like don't make me out like a hermit okay now just because i go into des moines once every two months and i get lost sometimes now doesn't mean that i need to go out more 
here's here's this is the last thing before i move on here why don't we tell people where i'm going saturday night huh why don't we tell them there i'm getting there hold on so i've got two quick things one you're a hermit because you're you're whiter than my ass and i'm brown and my ass is real white listen look at this right there that's a tan line for my watch band okay that's no that that's that's called irritation on your skin motherfucker it's not a tan line and and two i will i will not have you sit here and talk about (laughs) my irritated skin that is a condition that's a condition that i have and i won't be subjugated like that and and uh, the second part of this is yes tony who got a little bit of, he got a little taste of hanging out with old DV. Now he wants a little more, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, I don't know about Tony all that. Tony is hitting up old DV. Hey, you know, what are you doing this weekend? We should hang out, blah, blah, blah. Listen, said, hey, just on, like there's a, no, 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 no. Just like there's a difference between cost and value. <laughs> there's a difference between admiration uh-huh. to hang out with you and sheer fucking boredom. <laughs> Hey, listen. In my eyes, I'm 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 blind right now, dude. It's all the same. The with me. value of the company that you provide, uh-huh. as outweighs. shitty as it might be, <laughs> outweighs <laughs> sitting on my ass at home. Yeah, clearly. Okay. So so Tony, and it, it, let's be honest. No, 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 no. Let's be, also be honest that I told you, hey, if I if I line up a date, hose before bros. Yeah, the only that's date, how low on the totem pole you are. And put put those back up. Put those back up. Yep, there's your dates right there. These right here. Lucy and Ryder, your only dates you're getting, brother. Lucy and Rosie, what's up? (laughs) Exactly right. They got Um, names. Tony, Tony's gonna come over to my place Saturday. We're gonna have a little Father's Day barbecue. (laughs) That might change after this podcast. Peterson's gonna come up. We're gonna hang out with a bunch of kids and and drink some beers. Hopefully, it might rain, so we might play some Jackbox games together. But yeah, Tony's. Listen, my little birdie's starting to fly. Growing up a little bit makes me so happy. Now tell oh, me, you're such a patronizing <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I will ask you as we grilled, we grilled some burgers and some dogs. You dropped a hot dog on the ground. We won't have to discuss that a whole lot. You choked on that one later. Uh, what is the best grilled? <laughs> what is the best grilled food? Oh, I I tend to think burgers and dogs. Uh, I I think if you have a good grill and a nice thick burger. Hard to be. Here's the thing. Here's the thing is I was introduced to a little thing called sous vide. Okay. And uh, yeah, you know her pretty well. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Once you've had sous vide meats, whether it's steak, burgers, uh, pork, pork loin, uh, I've I've sous vide a pork uh, pork butt and had pulled pork that way. Uh-huh. It's it's unlike anything you've ever had. So it's it's hard to go back to a grill and be like, oh, this is this is the best way to do it. That that right there, my friends, and get ready for it. Ready for it. Cue the music. The words that you just e- heard right there are from an W-A. E-W-A, an entitled white asshole. Hit that uh, fucking okay. music. Hit that music. Oh, shut it off early. You know why? Because I can't tell the title, white asshole. I can do what the fuck you I want. Music. Wow. Yeah, uh, take that shit. That's harsh. You, you were right. The best grilled food is definitely a burger. And next yeah. to that, I would say it's probably uh, grilled chicken. I like a good grilled chicken. And then, I know you do, but that's it's so yeah. easy to either undercook or overcook. You're right, and then a good bratwurst. I mean, I've, I am a I'm a bratwurst man, so um, not a big bratwurst guy. Uh, I've grilled, boy. You know, I've I've 
I've grilled a lot of it. Like I get pretty experimental. Like I've grilled ribs. Um, I've grilled obviously steaks. I've grilled baked potatoes, corn. Sure. Uh, I've grilled pork some, loin. Some kebabs. Some what? Some kebabs. You ain't never grilled no kebabs? Oh yeah, I've grilled kebabs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Soak so, those bamboo sticks. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean, dog? Yeah. You know what the strat is? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I used to grill a lot, so I, I feel you. Sous vide though. To me, it's just kind of easier, and I think it tastes better. That's fine. And listen, we're all wrong every now and again. Kim Reynolds is wrong like every day she talks. Anyway, welcome to the DTS Podcast. I'm Derek. <laughs> I'm Kim Reynolds. <laughs> I'm, hold- I'm holding two dicks. Yeah, you are. Might as well just call me uh, Kim Reynolds, because every time I open my mouth, you're like, no, Tony, you're wrong. <laughs> as most people should be. <laughs> yeah, you are holding two dicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, what a great video that was. That's a great TikTok, and I hate TikTok, but that was a great one. You're getting into it, though. The, I've the, watched like one or two. No, no. Listen, it's loosening. the 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 wall is coming down. Trump is going to be pissed. Whoa. You know, it, it's it's happening. All right, I don't have it downloaded on my phone. Don't worry. It's not like I'm. That's I, fine. I can Snapchat you. Yeah, don't don't get me started that you Snapchat nothing. But I mean, some of the Call of Duty ones are pretty good. Like that dude running around the house the other day was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, there's good ones on there. There, are, there yeah. are some good ones, I will say. But that's exactly why I keep my kids can't be on there because there is some bad shit. Well, you know what, folks? What is your favorite grilled food during the summer? Like and comment below. Wait, is this YouTube? <laughs> Give me a click on YouTube video. Yeah. Give me some Sm- Smash that fucking thumbs up button. Get that shit. Turn on the bell. Uh, we got to talk about the Cove. It's back. It never left. We, pro- we probably shouldn't hang out this weekend, to be honest with you. But yeah, uh, I, I am beginning to feel like a lot of Americans. I just want to get out of the fucking house. Yeah, bud. And uh, I'm I'm very selective of who I'm gonna go see and who I'm gonna hang out with. Like I'm I'm still not going to my mom's house. They're both, you know, in that high high risk category Old based on their age. Yeah. And, yep. So <laughs> the cove, though, we talked about it weeks ago with these protests. Valid things to protest about. Bad fucking idea to protest about them. Asses to elbows in the middle of an international pandemic. And I'm not saying I'm right. Because there was a lot of people that were right. But there are massive spikes this week in COVID cases. Uh, 25 to 30,000 a day, uh, new cases, 27 states. Last time I checked, that's a little under half of our country. Nothing. You didn't say nothing. Come on. Come on. A little more than half of our country uh, have dramatic spikes in their case counts 16 of those so half of the half have all-time highs for uh covid covid cases per day or per week it's uh i broke down and ordered some masks Uh, i've had masks since the early days of all this we went to costco the other day and got a costco membership and that's where i bought my brisket from uh and costco is requiring you to wear a mask uh or requiring everyone to wear a mask uh, except if you're two and younger um so we had the kids with us so everyone had to wear their masks and they were not happy about that walking around a giant department store or whatever would you call that would you call costco a department store well you know it's it's a it's a whole it's a wholesaler wholesale store um yeah but yeah, that was that was a deal. Let me tell you, that was a deal. I broke down and bought some masks. It's not like I'm I'm sitting here toting the anti-disestablishmentarism of like you don't need a mask. Like I realize that they help. But what really got me is the WHO. You know that 
that group that we're no longer that, part that, of. Because that thing we're not part of. Yeah, that thing that we terminated our agreements with. Right. Uh, posted quite a bit of new information. They actually started scaring some people. Well, maybe I'll get into that too. But they posted supporting articles from across the world on the sheer decrease in case counts if you wear masks. Mm-hmm. And good. This is this is by the way the WHO. So I mean they can take information not just from like across America but across the world. This country, their mandatory masks and look at their count. Uh, you know places like Sweden, Japan. Didn't I mean New the, Zealand get like completely clear. Weren't they like hey we had we had New nothing. Zealand went like two weeks without a case. So right. um, and their mandatory masks and and they're provided by the government if you need one. All that kind of stuff. You know just these concepts that are obviously just way too stupid for us to deal with. Um, but it it's like as as much as sixty percent of a decrease of chance of spreading and contracting the virus just by wearing a mask. So. <laughs> That, that was a lot higher than the original figures that the uh, government and the CDC was putting out a couple months ago. So bit the bullet, got the mask, got to say, you know, Donald Trump style. I'm probably the sexiest guy alive in a mask. Nobody I, looks better in a mask than me. Nobody likes masks better than me. But uh, that's kind of where we're at. Did you see, though, the, uh, the lady from the WHO um, caused a big kerfluffle saying that asymptomatics cannot past the virus well yeah that's just stupid yeah so uh, this is what happens when really educated medical professionals talk to the public uh (laughs) she was at a press conference and she was explaining some of this new research and what she said was that people that are asymptomatic are not able to spread the virus nearly as much as they thought so the, the the big headline here is that even if you're not showing symptoms you can still spread the virus, right? Right. So the WHO had to backtrack because what this did when she said that was make people think like, oh, I'm asymptomatic. I don't have to fucking dick with a mask or like worry about spreading it or anything like that. But they had to backtrack and they had to say, you know, asymptomatic in the medical field is different than what we're picturing it as in the general public. Asymptomatic are people that don't and never will show signs of having the carrier virus right pre-symptomatic is what a massive amount of the public is where you do not show signs but and can still pass it but you will get sick sure so they had to kind of back that up Uh, asymptomatic people which are very rare won't won't uh or that will contract it but won't show any symptoms ever are very Mm -hmm. unlikely to pass it on but pre-symptomatic which is what a lot of us are going to be uh still can spread that virus at a, at a very deadly rate. So well, the thing that, I mean, <clears throat> I, I read this, I don't know if it was an Apple music thing or what, or Apple music, Apple news thing the other day or what, um, but a lady had gotten the cove, recovered from the cove mm. two weeks later, got the cove again. Wow. So, I mean, just cause you get it once does not mean you're out of the woods. This is not the chicken pox. Oh wait, you can get the well, chicken pox more than once too. You can without yeah. a vaccine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, you know, we're going to talk about this next topic and your question is about movie theaters and will they survive this? My question is, will these anti-vaxxers survive this? Yeah. Like if, if ever there was a time that anybody could be convinced that vaccines are a good idea, this might be it. Oh, he's listening. Oh, there's something going on. Yeah, there's a kid crying. Hang on. Oh, 
Well, we'll move on. Derek's going to take care of that kid. Oh, she's so cute. Listen, we don't know what's going on with this virus. That second wave, according to medical experts, isn't even here. Yet we're seeing these massive spikes. And obviously the the catch-all scapegoat is protests and things like that. And who knows if that's... Obviously, I think that that's the, the big the big push in the case counts, but we'll see what's going on now. Shifting gears here though, Derek brings up a good point. Um, with in the midst of this pandemic, there are a lot of businesses that are going under. I talked to, I talked to people at work, agents, uh, insurance agents every day. And I see emails every day about companies that are dramatically reduced on their salaries, dramatically reduced on their receipts. And Unfortunately, people that are canceling their policies because of of this situation. So he begs the question, movie theaters, will they survive? Will you return to the movie theater if they do reopen? What's the story there? I would say this. I This day and age, there's it's less attractive to go to a movie theater than it ever has been. I think um, it's. People haven't really talked about it, but the fallout of COVID, it's just astronomical. It's its one thing to live in it now and know that you can't be within six feet of people and you got to wash your hands and you got to like make sure you're not coughing or sneezing on people. But the fallout afterwards of COVID where people are just going to consciously start to do those things and they're going to feel weird. Like at what point is there just a break even where it's like one day you're okay being within six not within six feet and the next day you are it's just a weird thing and i think a movie theater is a a prime example of a business that is gonna have a hard time surviving post-covid not to mention technology has advanced so far more people have quote-unquote home theaters at their house video quality of streaming audio quality of streaming have all increased dramatically at the same time i think people have lowered their standards of entertainment with as much as we take on so i've been rambling holding two dicks please go uh, so yeah when it comes to like the COVID stuff uh there was a good article posted uh, over on cnet talking about um movie theaters and how they're going to be able to bounce back or if they can bounce back to, from this and i mean i, I didn't I, I'll, I'll take the tldr too long didn't read answer for you do, do you think they can come back do you think they're going to survive no i i think something i didn't say but i do think is that major companies like movie companies paramount mgm sony uh pixar disney you you name them these massive companies they have too much to lose to not adapt so that's what they've done in this time they've learned how to maintain profitability at least somewhat in the midst of this crisis and this pandemic and that this is this is the innovation and change that is forced upon all of us I, I think they're going to find a way to make money without this middle market of movie theaters. Well, and you got to think of, I, I'm a big proprietor of going to the movies. I've always loved going to the movies. I love the movie theater experience. It is, yeah. it, it is, it drive is, in a Newton. Hey, drive in, but just the experiences and the memories you create by going to movies, midnight releases, standing in line. I mean, I can't tell you the countless things that I've done for when it comes to movies as far as standing in line for Hunger Games movies, Harry Potter, sure. taking the wife Dark to go Knight. see. Yeah, I saw the Dark Knight twice in the same fucking day when it came out. Like, you know, 
things like that. Taking taking the wife to see every single one of those basically porn movies in, in the theater, uh, the, the Fifty Shades <laughs> movies. Um, you know, but those are memories that you create by going somewhere. Those memories kind of diminish as you you know, put that into the home of being a video on demand service. But you look at somebody like Kevin Smith, who has pushed this VOD uh, button for so long and was kind of ahead of the curve as far as, Hey, I'm going to release these brand new movies streaming first at home online. And sure. Is he making $200 million? No. But if you, if you go look, somebody posted an article about, I don't know if I want to say it was clerk's, uh, or not clerks two, Jesus Christ, clerks three. Um, the Jane Silent Bob uh, reboot. Reboot that yeah. movie based on him taking it on the road and doing the road shows and the and the at home sales for in home grossed millions of dollars for a movie he spent like no money to make, no money to really you know pimp out. So there's a market yeah. there, and I I think the forced at home nature that COVID has caused for us to then force internet companies to be better with their streaming abilities has all but really impacted how movie theaters will be able to operate. That's not to say I don't want to I want to go see Tenant in a movie theater. I really do. Will yeah. I do it? I don't know. I I just don't know. There. The the interesting thing will be when the the country continues to reopen and movie theaters, movie theaters, I think just opened like this past week, at least here in Iowa. Um, and not all of them are open. Some of those, yeah, some of the big chain ones are still closed. Um, but the conversation even goes past that because you're going to get into a weird point of, well, theaters are now open. Our company is going to continue to, let you just rent for 20 bucks on Apple TV or whatever. Sure. Why will it's also in the theater? That's going to piss off theater companies. And there's a whole com- there's a whole conversation to have too about theaters in the last few years. I've been on the upswing. Oh, the, yeah. the the entire theater industry has been redesigned around reserved seating, really comfy chairs, um, beer, deep, <laughs> beer uh, food and alcohol definitely in some establishments. Um, D-bowl seating that you know, the seats move and D-box, vibrate yeah. to what's the, yeah, that's actually going on on screen. So the or, entire or theater D-D, experience. Yeah. Again, though, t- what I said about these com- companies that make movies are going to learn to adapt and change based on their environment. That's exactly what happened to movie theaters the last few years. They were not, di- they were a dying breed with the advent of high definition television, then 4k TV. And now you got sound bars and sound systems and all this crazy shit. It was less attractive to go see a movie, a theater, uh, a movie in a theater and pay, you know, 30 or $40 just to eat or drink shit there. So they evolved, they created reserve seating. They got better seats. They got uh, actual food. Um, the added value, the added value. Yes, exactly. Right. So I think they're going to be around for a little while. Um, I read an actually read an article earlier this year when the pandemic was kind of hitting and theaters were closing down. I guess the way that movie theaters operate is largely based on long-term contracts with film studios. Mm -hmm. So it's almost impossible unless these people are, are just going to breach all their contracts and the theaters are probably going to have to sue the movie companies. I don't, I don't really know how that that all works. A lot of litigation. Yeah, it doesn't seem cost advantageous to not provide 
theaters with copies of your movies. Now, whether or not those contracts are like, hey, we can't release this movie otherwise. Right. I, I don't really know. But the the infrastructure contract wise to keep movie theaters in business for at least who knows the foreseeable four or five or six years is there. So it's not like they're just going to drop off the planet. Sure. You bring up a good question. Second stimulus? Yeah, maybe, right? We're we're clo- we're coming to the end of like this we're, we're coming to the end of this unemployment bump for the people that have been furloughed or laid off or lost their job. I believe that wraps up July 31st. Um, yeah. and so as we rapidly approach that, I think the pressure mounts as these spikes continue that you look and and think about the opportunity of a second stimulus, whether it's the same wordage and it's, you know, you just basically extend what already happened and send people another X amount of dollars, or if it's something different, but what, what are your thoughts here? I, I don't know where the money comes from. I mean, at this point we're just making up money. Like we're, we're just I mean, putting, yeah, pushing, for a while. pushing numbers into a computer and pretending that it really matters. I mean, the economy, if, if if the the economy were to ever truly crash, I mean, we America would be fucked compared to the rest oh, of the world. Yeah. Um, but I mean, where's that money going to come? Like we uh, we're twenty eight trillion dollars in debt. So like, I part of me is like, well, what the fuck? What's another two million? Sure. Right, right. But the other part of me is like, who the fuck is going to keep giving us this money? Right. And not China. Well, America's stupid enough that we've we've written the rules that we don't even have to have this money to borrow it not even a fraction of this money what nope. what we have to have on reserve at, at the federal reserve uh across well there's multiple federal reserves but across the country is a fraction of what we have as a national debt so it's like who's going to bring this money i guess it doesn't really matter they can just say it and they can put it in your bank accounts and there you go but i don't i don't think they should give out a second stimulus per- personally i it, it's kind of maybe shitty to say but it's like we, we can't be dependent on that I you th- know if companies and, and business owners and and individuals think that they're, they're gonna live their paycheck i mean how many people have you talked to that got their 12 or 1700 bucks and they were like waiting for it and expecting it and had like pre-spent it in their minds, if not actually pre-spent it. Quite a few of them. Yeah. So, I mean, like your conditioned conditioned situations get conditioned responses. That's just the nature of, of our world. Uh, we were in retail. Hey, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm just looking. What can I help you with? I'm just I'm just looking. Nothing. I'm, I'm good. Conditioned questions, conditioned responses. That's the same situation we're dealing with here. If if you build an expectation that the, the government is going to bail you and everybody else out and every company out every time something crazy happens, you're planning to fail in all honesty. Right. I think the thing for me is as we continue on this, uh, you know, this this rubber band of COVID issues and the, the Black Lives Matter stuff, which is still affecting businesses clearly. And if you look at business as a whole, if if the question becomes how many of these businesses can survive and will our economy bounce back, if the answer can be apparently shored up a little stiffer or a little stronger with another stimulus, I could see it happening. But I, I, yeah. I agree. I don't think it will. Uh, and I'm okay with it not happening. I don't think that it's necessary. But if you think that the long-term solution is to continue to try to pump money into this economy to keep it even above water for now, 
you know what? I, I could see the the dude at the head of all this going, yeah, we gotta we gotta keep shit moving, you know. Yeah, and one of the very few drawbacks of a capitalist government and economy is worldwide crisis or war. Um, the, the the model that is our economy and our government is pretty solid, and that's why it's successful here. It's successful a lot of places around the world. But the major drawback is when there isn't. A, a massive pandemic and people really start to hold down. We are overinflated with businesses. There are oh, yeah. literally too many restaurants, too many bookstores, too many clothing outlets. I mean, everything. It, it can't survive when people start to spend less money. So, in a sense, like I kind of look at the economy like like wildfires. It, you know, like they they suck. They're going to burn a lot of shit down. They're going to kill animals. They're going to burn down houses. They're going to displace people. But there's not a geologist out there that'll tell you that a wildfire is bad for the environment. Like it's actually good. Things grow back. They grow stronger. They, you know, they, they rebuild. It's the way that the, the world works. This has been a message brought to you by your friend, the EWA. <laughs> Did the EWA. Yeah. It, it's shitty, but I, I know what you're saying. I feel like, I feel like I know a little bit about small businesses because that's what I do for a living. Sure. I insure small businesses. So it's like, there are a lot of small businesses in the country and that's what our country is based on but there are too many that it's causing our government to not let some fail which i think is a little against the natural course of of how things work i mean companies that aren't built to survive a worldwide pandemic as shitty and as rare as they are don't survive that's just kind of how i feel about it like i'm gonna do what i can i'm gonna support local but yeah, like if if you weren't built to survive a worldwide pandemic, like you just weren't built, like you're going to go out of business. That's how I feel about it. I got nothing else for you. You, you summed it up okay. pretty well. Move on. EA Play happened, Tony. I know it's not E3 right now. We uh, yeah. we we didn't well, get to have an E3 because of Corona, but true. Sony had their super cool press conference last week, and then uh, EA tonight at six o'clock uh, rambled off a bunch of bullshit. Some of which is cool, some of which is real dumb. Um, I want to know if there's a new Jedi game. No. I want to know if there's any massive changes in the sports franchises. Uh, more sweat. Oh, great. That's what I want. <laughs> I want I want Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson to sweat more. Yeah. But it's more more wet assholes. The entitled <laughs> what wet I, asshole. What I really want is when you're getting down on the line of scrimmage, you can see those damp spots in all of their ass cracks. <laughs> if I could get that in four K. Yeah. yeah. Uh I got what, li- what did come out. I was gonna say I got a list here for you that we'll go through. Um some of it's cool, some of it I think is is not so cool. Um let me just let me get a hot or not from you as I read these off, okay? All right. So they led off with uh, with great game, Apex Legends. Uh, oh, they, I they, forgot that's EA. Yeah, that's, that's I thought it was Potter. Origin. Is no. it Origin? Well, EA is or EA Origins is their was their uh, uh, client. Okay, okay, that yeah. their, that's where you had to launch all their PC games. But we'll talk about that. EA is now putting all their games on Steam. So we'll get there. Oh, very to lead. Uh, so right. started with Apex Legends. Uh, they talked about their their Lost Treasures event, uh, which is a collection event coming to Apex June twenty third. Um, there's a new mode they're they're dropping with that called Armed and Dangerous Evolved, which is a limited mode that only allows snipers and shotguns, and it's going to introduce nice. a mobile respawn beacon, which everyone will start with at the beginning of the game. That's, yeah, pretty, that's cool. pretty cool. Um, one of my f- that that. 
that was an original Halo thing. Do you remember? You didn't play I Halo, never, obviously. Never okay. Halo. Thinking, thinking that through in my head when I said it. Um, Halo 2 multiplayer had was really cutting edge. And one of the things that they did that's still popular today is they have rotate, they had rotating game modes. And one of the ones that people just fucking loved when it came up was snipes and shotties. And that the concept is there. You either get a shotgun or those are the only two weapons that are on the maps. Uh, so, so, that's, so fun. That's exciting. Obviously with the respawn beacon being mobile. Now the, the ones on the map are going to be gone. Uh, there's also a new map area, uh, which is crypto's map room. Not a whole lot there. Uh, however, the bigger news, Tony one apex, of course, headed to steam for, okay. for people. Uh, you, you enjoy your steam stuff. You don't have to launch. If you, if you tell me it's finally cross platform, I'm going to be really happy. Uh, it's, it's, it's also going to be, coming to the nintendo switch <laughs> okay <laughs> so the kids are pretty excited about that uh yeah. and, and it's going to be full cross-platform uh cross-play for this fall oh see, that makes me happier switch steam xbox ps4 everything's cross-play okay. super fucking excited yeah that's really good because that that gives me some incentive to actually play it on pc because i i'd like it a lot better on pc and frankly i'm a lot better on pc but you're the, you and Chris and Garrett are the only people I really play it with. So it's like, how much do I want to invest in the PC versus when the PS4? Can. Right. So uh, it's on Steam. Should be tomorrow, I believe, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And so then, a couple months we can start playing. Yeah. By October, November, we'll have full cross-play uh, ability. And so it'll be it'll be another option for us to play multiplayer games when I finally say I'm done fucking playing multiplayer games with you because I really should do that. Uh, that's a hot, right? We're, we're at a hot here. That's oh, hot. Yeah, that's a hot for me. Okay, next that's up, hot. Next up, it would be, be even hotter if they would bundle their heroes for one cost. Yeah, or this not make them so fucking expensive. Um, next day on the list, The Sims Four. Uh, they had a pretty nice little like kind of togetherness uh, trailer, if you will, from the community of people that play The Sims that have disabilities or feel outcast, whether it's because of their race, religion, you know, things hmm. of that nature, which is, you know, pretty, pretty powerful little trailer. Uh, but it okay. was just to announce that, Hey, guess what? That the Sims four is coming to steam. Cool. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, the, uh, you remember that, uh, uh, a tale of two sons, brothers, brothers, a tale of two sons game and yes. play out. Yes. The Hazelight Studios, uh, they just talked about their new co-op adventure platformer game that they're working on called It Takes Two. Uh, okay. Coming out next year, not a whole lot about it, but they, they showed that. This is kind of their indie part of, of EA. Uh, yep. Zoink Games uh, is another uh, a studio that they have. They're the people that made Fee. Uh, if you ever played oh, Fee, cool. I didn't care. Yeah, Fee was a good game. I didn't care for Fee as much. Um, but it's, they, like a, it's like a poor man's Ori. Yeah, I just and it didn't grab me. I didn't think it was. It, all that I great. thought it was Faye, but whatever. It, it might be Faye. You know what? Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm okay to be wrong. Uh, they announced it. Spitting uh, rhymes over there. You know what? Hey, <laughs> I'm okay. Faye, be wrong. Uh, they announced <laughs> a game called Lost in Random, which seems to be it's you as a as a as a character, a female character, and your sidekick is a dice uh, named Dicey, uh, and you <laughs> utilize him to play the odds and break the curse. So, sure. That sounds like one of those find the frauds you guys would make. Yeah, it does sound like a find the fraud. Uh, they announced, or they showed off, I guess, Rocket Arena had been a game they talked about a year ago or so. Uh, Rocket right. Arena used to be an old Quake mod, or this, that, this kind of all rockets 
mode. Um, okay. This is just a different, it's that concept, but in a game, third person hero shooter. Here's the way I described it on the other show. I do the level up show podcast. We, uh. I, I said, it's got like the stylings of a sea of thieves with that coloration and the way it kind of looks is cartoony. Um, All right. And it's got like the overwatch ish hero shooter, but it's a three V three. And again, it's all about using rockets. So, okay. It, it did nothing for me. Um, that was a not for me. Uh, I would say no lost and random also a not, but it, it takes two from the guys that did brothers, a tale of two sons. That that's a hot for me there. Uh, what about Star Wars Squadrons? We talked a little bit about this last week. I like the idea. I mean, my, my understanding of it, which may not be exactly accurate, is basically like a battle royale with spaceships. It's Yeah, it's dogfighting, 5v5 uh, fleet battles, um, multiple phases with uh, social hubs, plays in the battle, okay. dogfighting in the middle of a map, transition from one end to the other. I don't know. It well, does... What I would be interested in, maybe if you saw, was if so games like this that they've had in the past, at least Star Wars games with spaceships, have been like X wings, Tie fighters. You can fly the Falcon, Y wings, B wings, A wings. I I want to get in like an Imperial Star Destroyer. Sure, and I just want to like fuck some shit up. I mean, th- this is available with full crossplay and VR support for PS4 and PC. Um, oh, that's pretty cool. Coming out October 2nd. It, watch the trailer. They showed some gameplay. It didn't do it for me. Um, there, are, there are no microtransactions, which is great. This is the studio that made, <laughs> this is the studio that made Battlefront 2. Ruined, ruined it for everybody. Yep. They made Battlefront 2 in coordination with DICE and Criterion. So, I mean, they're not the only ones, but they came out and made sure they said, hey, no microtransactions. So... Uh, they did a, a sports montage that just showed off FIFA and Madden. Didn't say a whole lot about it. Okay, that's a not for me. Mm-mm. I haven't had. I haven't bought a Madden game in a few years, and I like. I kind of, sort of, maybe want to this year. I, I go about like every three to four years with a Madden game, and then I play a. The problem is, I just play a fuckload of it. They're so addicting sometimes. Yeah. I was every other for a while, but I just it depends. Um, My boy Lamar is going to be on it, so it's like yeah, come I was going to say yeah, Lamar's the cover cover athlete. I'm probably going to get that steel book. You did, know, did you like my my theory about this new Madden curse? Uh, that it's actually a good thing that, that it might be starting. I mean, last year the Madden curse was the Super Bowl champion, so maybe same this year. Yeah, maybe. Oh, you don't seem very excited about it. Maybe. Maybe. They showed off this really quick uh, trailer of a different batch of games that are being worked on right now. Dragon Age, Battlefield, Need for Speed, the next EA Motive project, uh, all coming for next-gen series uh, and high-end PCs. I mean, literally nothing specific about any of those games. It was just a quick, hey, guess what? These are all being worked on. Um, Okay. Uh, they said that there's seven games coming to the Switch this year, uh, which is kind of a. Uh, this is in response to people saying EA has not supported the Switch very well as far as their games. Uh, yeah. Apex Legends, they said, coming to the Switch. Burnout Paradise is coming to the Switch tomorrow. Um, nice. So more five more games beyond that. And then the last little thing they did, their little tease to the end of it all, okay. was they had these two dudes show up on screen i don't know who they are cuz perry and duran chung that said game director skate they are making another skate game finally the last skate game came out in 2010 it has been an online i mean petition for years to get another skate game and it's in super early development but it's happening 
I I kind of thought those games were bad, right? I I said because they're they they're a little bit more of a realistic take on skateboarding, where like yeah. the Tony Hawk is very arcadey, and I love that style. Skateboarding okay. really did it for me, but I always tried and thought they were fun. But it was it, I never clicked with it. Uh, but I yeah. mean, any more skating games is not a bad thing. That's not really a okay. genre that gets to you know gets fluffed out too often. So <laughs> sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, f- it was a fine conference. I I do wish that there would have been a little more from. EA that was single player in nature. Um, obviously, right. yeah, a new a new Jedi Fallen Order game isn't going to happen too, too soon, um, but it was fine. Okay. Probably shut that sound, huh? Cyberpunk got delayed. Moving on. <laughs> All right, it's, uh, it's delayed by two months. We'll see you in November. Bye. Bye. On to better things. <laughs> the Last of Us 2 comes out tomorrow. True that. And I got to remember afterwards, turn my PS on and make sure it's, You're it's ready for the pre-download. You're digital downloading, huh? Oh, yeah. I mean, sure. I, at this point, I just throw money at games and I don't even think about trade-ins or anything anymore. Can't just buy, throw away money. Can't buy a grill. Buys digital video games that can't be returned. Yeah, that sounds right. This is the cult. This is the value proposition of my yep. life. Can't, can't leave um, my house. I... I so... Before reviews dropped, started to drop last week, I was pretty mediocre on The Last of Us 2. You were kind I was of like, pooing it. I was like, man, it, do- it doesn't sound like it's going to be great. I didn't like the, like the, I really enjoyed the story of the first game. I hated the gameplay. That was really the crux. That doesn't sound like it's changed. Um, but when a game is getting 10 out of 10 on multiple sites, I, I spend my 60 bucks. Yep. I told you, you know, we talked about it last week where you were like, well, you know, the reviews could be a little inflated because they got early and they're sucking on the dick a little bit, which I agreed to the, to a point. That's but, your EWA voice. Yeah, that's my, that's my Tony Welto voice. Uh-huh. Gentlemen, uh, thank you for listening to the, uh, that's my EWA voice. Uh, so when I, what I said to you in response to your concerns was they gave God of war, that you know a, a week early response what is happening yeah. sounds like there's a movie going on in the background or something i was pooing the game if i have to say i'm honest i did not play the game on the playstation 3 i played it as a remaster at the incessant nature of Derek Vance, Vance, yes, telling me to play it. I kind of slogged through it until about halfway through. I think that for a lot of people, that giraffe was the turning point. You know, I I think it's once you get out of the city with Ellie and you meet up with the the, is it the two brothers? Well, Um, and there's like that black chick that you kind of follow around or whatever. Well, yeah, I mean that's yeah that's the girl you're going to meet, but yeah, right. Yeah, I, that giraffe I remember was a big turning point for me, and I think that was a sentiment for a lot of people. Like, sure. where the game just boom, it got you. Right, like it really brought or, you into what's going on here. Yeah, yes, and the story was good and all that stuff. Um, apparently, this one is just as good, especially if you've avoided spoilers. Like, I don't think you have anything to really be disappointed in. Um, the the gameplay is roughly twenty five to thirty hours. It sounds like, which is a 
for me a good value especially if it's going to knock my socks off story-wise but it sounds like the gameplay is still pretty brutal so we uh we haven't talked about this we usually do this at the end of the show but i i played the last of us left behind uh which was okay that DLC. Like in between yeah well the, yeah. it was the dlc it was a prequel dlc technically but it was kind of intermixed um but yeah i played that i'd never played it before when it originally came out i played that uh this week and i just kind of wanted to get my hands on the controls to be like okay how the fuck do you play this game again? Because I sure as fuck don't remember sure. from a decade ago or whatever. A lot of sneaking, as I remember. Yeah, so I, I jump in and, you know, it's like, hey, man, listen, we recommend people beat the original game before they play this. And I'm like, okay, yeah, bud, I did that a while ago, but I did it. So I don't give a fuck about your warning. I'm going in. And it doesn't yeah. handhold you at all. It's just like, hey, focus your hearing so you see these people. And I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> I was like, what do you press to do that? <laughs> was that a mechanic of the yeah, original game? Yeah. So I'm like, I oh, don't remember yeah. how to do that. And then the whole, in order to heal, you have to open a menu, click something, yes. build it, and then go out of that and then hold it. And like, there's just, it feels cumbersome, um, which might add to like the uh, ferociousness and, and the uh, the speed of which you have to play that game. But yeah. it, it kind of felt old and clunky. So I'm, I'm hoping that even if the gameplay is at least the same, that they've tightened up the controls a little bit uh to not make it so um cumbersome yeah it it was one of those games that was kind of maybe not the first but certainly one of the larger blockbuster firsts that was really resource uh resource management heavy and you don't get much i mean if you start wasting bullets or you start wasting i don't remember what what like those shivs or whatever um like you you can be screwed early on in that game and hearkening back to our game of the decade discussion we know that really popular things take like a four or five year cycle and then you saw how games like tomb raider did that quite a bit better right um it, plague tell was a, a good example of really good resource management so i'm hoping that the resource management is a little less brutal that would make the gameplay a little less brutal but i also hear from some i've really avoided the reviews other than like hearing about it on giant bomb it sounds like there's no difficulty mode the game oh. is as hard as it is and that's it okay that that'd be fine so, yeah, I mean, everybody's on the same level playing field, but there's no like slider like I just can't get past this section. You're fucked. This is this is like That's rogue. This what is getting. a rogue situation. Which yeah. would be weird because that first game gave you that difficulty option to get, you know, like the extreme difficulty. So we'll see what it's like. Yeah, I'm going to download it. Um, here's my day tomorrow. I have some phone shifts in the morning and then my entire afternoon is kind of blocked off. So there's a real possibility old Tony might be undocking his laptop and sitting on the couch. Um, yeah, we'll see what my deal. I don't. It's coming through the UPS. Uh, so I have oh no god, idea. I forgot. I have no <laughs> idea when I'm getting it. And you have to install it. Oh yeah, I mean that's going to take most of the day. <laughs> I, have this, I have a room, even though Call of Duty is currently taking up 200 gigabytes on my PlayStation 4. I do have the room for it though, so I'm out. You probably need to maybe just tell me not to come over Saturday because, I mean, I'm I'm going to be in a position to spoil it for you. Yeah, I mean, you could just not be an EWA and just come over and hang out and not do that. That's more like an LB than an EWA. I mean, entitled to the point that you downloaded it digitally and already played further than me is kind of a little bit entitled to you. Yeah. <laughs> 
Listen, are you crying wait, about wait. the hard drive? Are you crying about no. the hard drive? No, I'm just oh. saying that. Did you see the size of the PlayStation Five? The physical size? Oh no. Huh? Have you seen these reports? So <laughs> no. people people were mocking up because you know they didn't they didn't give any like specs on on the system or anything at the reveal last week. So people have been mocking up based on using the accessories that they showed, including the controller, and mocking that up in comparison to other consoles based on those things. The PS5 is wow. apparently like by far <laughs> the largest console of all time. Like oh, yeah, like Atari twenty six hundred big. Uh, that thing's pretty tall. Yeah, it it is. I think like a full three inches taller than the what we expect the Xbox Series X to be. It's obviously it's it's basically like the fat PS3, I, but much taller. taller. Yeah, yeah. Which is what, so I said that this looks like a PS3, like the the the, the weird yeah. PS3, which it kind of does. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't. I, holy shit! The, if this is true, that thing is huge. It's big, dude. I mean, imagine. Imagine the box and the weight. Um, yeah, it's going to be over a foot tall, apparently. Like, that's what people are thinking. So, yeah, we'll, well, I guess we'll see. But I wanted to put that in there just because I saw that article and I was like, Jesus, this thing is monstrosis. What were you talking about the hard drive? Well, I just thought you were going to bitch because it's like a weird numbered hard drive. Like, it's not a one terabyte. Because uh, they it's custom a, built it's it. It's like 988 gigs or something. 825. Yeah, what a, that is a weird number, but, but that isn't whatever. I mean, yeah. I, I always have an external hard drive anyway, which they say it's going to support. Um, the other thing that came out about PlayStation this week that a couple places are circulating is how the fact that they're having a diskless version, that is a bad sign for their backwards compatibility because um, they have not released. So Xbox has there's no way to ping it to be like, oh, I own this game. Download it. Well, Xbox has, yeah, exactly. Xbox has talked about their smart delivery system, mm-hmm. um, which is going to basically allow uh, allow you to uh, play games that you buy on current generation on the next generation. Sony has yet to reveal that. So it raises the question that they have two different consoles, one without a disc player, how A, you're going to play backwards compatibility games. Seems like that's going to be basically impossible. And B, going forward, how is it that, if you have a disc for a PlayStation 4 game, you're going to get that PlayStation 5 version of that when you don't have a disc reader. Um, so that is yet to be unanswered. Xbox has come out and answered that question, how they're going to do it. Um, but and assumedly, PlayStation is going to have something similar. Yeah, there's some logistical uh, you know, questions that have yet to be answered. I personally am not too concerned about it, only because I feel in my, uh, in my heart of hearts... Um, yeah, that I don't think we're going to get real good backwards compatibility from Sony anyway. They've never been good at it. When they tried to do it with the PS3, they fucked it up and then didn't do it after they made the first ver- version of the PS3. And has they'd much rather give you bad ports and make money. It, correct. And and I think that that as much as you said rip Xbox, this is the kind of stuff that's going to set Sony back far enough that they might lose this. If you can't yeah, figure right. out how to get games you know from the ps4 to the ps5 the backwards compatibility thing if it even is happening you know when you have microsoft already with an ecosystem of 
whether it's Game Pass or porting all these great old games and, and getting them certified for you to be able to play on your your Series X or your or and Uprez One X, 4K, it, like yeah, 4K Red Dead, right? That's pretty stupid, dope, stupid good, right? So when you when you have this ecosystem that you've slowly built because you've been in last place and been on the on the bottom, that now you can come out and say, here's all the services that you know and love, plus a more powerful system, and then if they dick swing and say, and we're cheaper. Brother, yeah, I brother. still don't think that's going to happen. Brother. But if Just if me. you're using the conventional wisdom that the larger console costs more, PlayStation's definitely fucked. Um, I I don't know that that is going to be the case, but the fact that it is larger, it, companies just don't make things with wasted space. So the idea that the PlayStation is going to be larger than the the new Xbox indicates that there's more hardware and power and performance behind it which obviously indicates more money so it's gonna it's gonna be weird i don't know who's gonna budge and say their price first well and, and, and you know the amazon keeps supposedly leaking information the latest leak was it was in some kind of it was, i don't know if it was canadian or euros but it was equating to about 500 dollars for the ps5 so yeah and and i think did we talk about this? Whether it's going to be five or six with the uh, with discless, the discless. or yeah. they're just going to try to go same price for both and pump in all those extras? They talked about that I think on the Bombcast or Beastcast, one of the two, about okay, hey, we'll go one price, both SKUs, but if you get the discless, we'll give you a year of PlayStation Plus, a year of PlayStation Now, or whatever yeah. to make that value proposition still there. Um, I, I really, think- I, I think that that's a pretty good business idea, um, especially if if you're kind of ahead of it and you can financially plan around some of that stuff, things that they just have that don't really make that much difference. Like PlayStation plus how many people that are going to buy the PlayStation five don't already have right. PlayStation plus. Right. Um, so you're not necessarily, you're kind of robbing future revenues, but the way that that would get peanut buttered on a spreadsheet is so insignificant. Right. You know what I mean? But it would have to be a lot more than a year of PlayStation Plus. Like, sure. But I mean, if you didn't, you know, an I mean, extra controller, maybe yeah, a year or of PlayStation now a controller, a year of PlayStation Plus all combined to give you like this all digital experience, um, whatever that may be. But I, I think five is still my hard point. I think that's probably where it's going to wind up. Although I will not be surprised if they go six. I just think six is the wrong move. Yeah. And I, I'm still, if I'm being honest, I'm still not convinced that, I need them. I, I think I'm going to probably buy them because I'm that I'm that guy. But I, I have not seen enough to. Sh- <laughs> yeah, I have not seen enough to say that like it's going to be worth dropping you know 500 bucks on a new Xbox or a new PlayStation when you have the most recent generation of both and you're incredibly happy. The the, the only thing that would really entice me with a new console is 4K gaming at a higher frame rate or downscaling at a higher, like if I could play most of those games at 2k resolution, but 60 to 90 FPS, that would be a lot more enticing to me. Here's, here's where I'm at with it before we move on to the the next piece is there'll be two reasons that I want to get this console or this, there'll be two ways for me to really push to get the PS five. Cause obviously I'm not buying a series X. Um, one is FOMO. Because I, as a as a Sony fanboy, I've, yeah. I've always wanted to make sure that I had that console as soon as it came out. Um, the only console I didn't get right away was the PS3. I had that gifted to me, uh, but the PS4 I think I got like two weeks after it came out on a return at Best Buy of an unopened one, and I just bought it right then and there. Um, yeah. 
so FOMO for sure, but also console uh, timed console exclusives or I'm sorry, console launch exclusives. So if this launches in November and it's got a, a banger right out of the gate that I really want to play, then I can only play that's only on PS5. That will fuck mm. me up. I don't think it'll happen. That'd be pretty shitty. But it, I mean, you got it. You wanted strong launch lineup, right? Especially heading into the holidays when you're going to make that cake. I don't think that they would do that with their first party titles, but I could see doing that with a third party. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like if they're comping X, Y, and Z studios, here's to say, like, hey, for the first six months, this is only on PlayStation Five. Well, if, if you if they say to me, hey, Cyberpunk got delayed, and we actually axe the PS4 and Xbox One versions, and it's only on the next gen consoles. I'm fucked because uh-uh. then I'm then I got to do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that, that's something that would really fuck me up. What a world! What a world we live in, man. I know. So many options. Um, I did see on IGN. Oh, IGN constantly, or not constantly, but regularly does these revised like best gaming monitors, best uh, TVs for gaming in 4K. The old uh, 65 OLED C series, Tony Welch's TV, best game for con- next generation consoles. Nice. Best TV future for next proof, generation consoles. Future proof he is, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so that, that is correct. <clears throat> Something I was a little excited about in the midst of uh, EA Live going on Dungeons and Dragons uh, had a live press conference today, too. And, you know, Dungeons and Dragons very heavily in the tabletop RPG thing Um, but they do have a slew of video games based on their world and one such video game that they showed off some gameplay for is Baldur's Gate 3 and let me tell you something do you ever play the Baldur's Gate games not at all yeah I didn't imagine they would probably be your thing Um, I played a lot of the D&D video games when they came out Um, Neverwinter Nights uh, Icewind Dale um, Baldur's Gates 1 and 2 Baldur's Gate 3 is coming out and it looks amazing it looks like basically a cross between uh, Divinity Original Sin which is a Larian Studios uh, product and Larian Studios is also who does their part of bioware and also doing this game mixed with the witcher 3 i would encourage you to go check out the gameplay trailers it looks just phenomenal and it plays like a turn-based rpg so again i don't know that it's going to be your style of game but i'm fucking all in it looks looks great and uh, that gets me kind of rock hard so i'm happy about that good uh twitchcon got canceled on to okay. the next one. And a big one that it is. A game that I recently shat on. You did. As as not holding up. Magically, I I think probably because we shat on it. Oh, I shat on it. Yeah, I was going to say. Is I, it my I, fault? I love it, so. I think it's probably because we talked about it that it got the hype. And then, you know, Pokemon Studios was like, hey, we got to do this. Sure. Out of nowhere today. Yesterday. Yesterday. Pokemon Snap for the Switch. New Pokemon Snap. Brand new. All the Pokemon you love from the old days, mixed with the new ones. Beautiful HD graphics. And you're still that weird kid just driving with a pod down a rail and taking pictures of Pokemon. And goddamn, dude, I, sh- I know I shot on this game, but 
You don't know fucking buy this game, bro. I'm so excited. I was super pumped when I saw it. I was like, hell fucking yes. Oh my god, talk I mean uh, I did have a lot of fun with Pokemon Snap. My argument wasn't that it wasn't a good game, it's that it doesn't hold up. And now it doesn't need to because later yeah. this year we're gonna have we're gonna have our very own version. For a new one. I'm actually really excited for the kids. Cause I yeah. think like I, I wanna know like this day and age with what video no, games are. Yeah. Is this going to be as cool as it was then? No, not at all. Kids don't have the attention span to sit around in a uh, in a in a, a, a cart roller down a screen yeah. just to hit a button uh, on a Pokemon. But I'm Maybe. sure going to try. I just want to know when we can go into Blockbuster and print our pictures off. I think 1997, <laughs> December 31st is I think the expiration date. You said I can't go in. You could and, yeah. to a blockbuster? Yeah, absolutely you can. And print my pictures? Yeah. Uh, Westchester, Virginia. I think the last one is somewhere over there. It's actually in a, a place called Bend, Oregon. Oh, is it Bend, Oregon, actually? I, I know. Yeah. Because Bend Studios is there. That's correct, yeah. But People made that, that sucks. I can't just take my cartridge in and go print some cool photos of. Uh, no, you'll be able to snap them on your Nintendo Switch and post them to our Twitter. Well, you can't post them to Twitch. You can post them to Twitter. Can you on on the Can Switch? Switch you? That's what, it's interesting that Switch wouldn't work with Twitch. Well, Switch Twitch Twitch Switch. You just broke my brain. Yeah, exactly. Oh, by the way, there's also another game. It's a cooking game, Pokemon esque. That's fine. Well, we it, talked a little bit about the next expansions for Pokemon Sword and Shield and as well. Pokemon Smile. So if you need a buddy, oh yeah, that's right. I thought that that was cute. I mean, cute. N- Nintendo always does this like really weird shit that I don't think that they could ever expect to make money on, but they just do it for the hell of it, you know? Yeah. It, it's almost like they want to do certain things to just better the world at, at their own expense, kind of. Like, they want to help kids have better smiles and better dental hygiene. So let's yeah. let's make a free app, pump some money into it, and not expect anything back for it. It's it's weird. I just can't even wrap my head around it, to be honest with you. Right. How excited were you for this next piece of uh, news? If you said to me, hey, Snyder just tweeted the first video of his cut of the Justice League, I'd be like, fuck yeah. But then when I went and watched it. Did you even know that it wasn't it? Like when I watched that, I was like, I I was like, I, I went there and I'm like, Okay, Gal Gadot. Okay, Dark Side. Okay, I remember this. Yep, yep. I remember this. Like this is something I've seen already, and I'm like, I was right. like, what part is not in the movie? Yeah. I was like, okay, this is not as exciting as I wanted it to be. But hey, listen, clearly, yeah, he's working on it, and I'm good. Yep, I I was with you. I was like, huh, I think that this is 30 seconds that's already in the movie. Yeah. I'm pretty so. sure I can't get my life back after watching this because I feel like I already did. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, but hey, HBO Max bringing the pain this weekend. You still have HBO Max, right? Uh, yeah, but I, I was going to send you this, but I figured you saw it. The Watchmen. Watchmen for free. Yep. Yep. I think it's going to be hard with The Last of Us too. Plus, I got a date on Saturday night with my boy Dude. Uh, with my bod. Yeah, got a date with my bod here, bod. Yeah, hold on. Uh, yeah, I, I might try to check it out, but I, I don't think I'm going to be able to watch nine hours of yeah, TV. That's a lot to between do between tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday. So, I agree. I, but I was thinking, like, 
you know what? I need a couple good TV series. Like I'm kind of I'm kind of ready for something new. I was thinking about getting HBO Max and just like watching Watchmen, Chernobyl, True Detectives. I kind of wanted to watch Sopranos, even though I can watch that on Amazon. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens. I don't. Maybe that bug up my ass will disappear by next week. We'll see. I, I don't remember us talking about this, but did we talk about Wonder Woman getting pushed again? Um, I kind of remember talking about about the second Wonder Woman, but not that it got pushed. So, so yeah, it's been delayed then. In or? March, uh, so it's been delayed a ton at this point, right? So uh, yeah, it was originally announced to come out December thirteenth. Like four years since the last one, December thirteenth, twenty nineteen. Then it got moved up to November first. Then it got delayed to June fifth. Then in March they pushed it to August, and then just okay. recently they pushed it again to October second. It's too bad. I want. Is it in post production? Do I know? It's all wrapped. They're just. They're. They continue to push it because of the COVID stuff, and I think just to make sure that yeah. hey, the the money is is going to be there rolling in. So, um, just I, I I can't say a whole lot. I've still not watched the first one, but pretty shitty. I'm sure. Oh, geez, you need to. It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Um, it's by far the best DC movie too. So like, I'm sure that they know that and they're like trying to be super protective of the money grab, but Gal Gadot doesn't strike me as a person that just wants to keep doing that role. I don't, I don't know that and I haven't read anything, but she's, she's too good to be part of a shitty superhero franchise. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. You know, the other thing is that she just shines on screen compared to the counterparts. Like that's something to say. I mean, that's saying a lot when it's Ben Affleck on the other side. But compared to Henry Cavill, compared to the guy that plays Flash, compared to Jason Momoa, like she is, she stands out. You know what I mean? I would agree. Okay, cool. Yep, I would agree. I was prepping for this next story. Danny Masterson. Yeah. Hide from that 70s show. Did you hear about this? This has been going on for a little while now. Uh, no, I mean, he looks like a sex offender in the show. Well, so you remember he was doing that show that you like with uh, Ashton Kutcher on the Netflix. It, yeah. And well, then, I don't like it, uh, but the ranch. Well, and then they replaced him because this yep. kind of popped up and they're like, dude, you, you got to go. And uh, hey, Charlie Sheen does ass. Yep. They, they kicked him out pretty good. Uh, Which is ironic because that's also got to do with Ashton Kutcher. Yep. So that started back in 2017. And uh, it, he was arrested yesterday uh, on uh, counts of rape, three counts of rape. Uh, wow. And he was released on $3.3 million bail which Jesus Christ. Uh, but this is Gosh. forcibly raping three women in separate incidents occurring uh, between 2001 and 2003, uh, which is what the district attorney's office said. Uh, he is set to be arraigned on the, that's 18th. like, that's like right in the heyday of that 70 show, right? Yeah. Like that's the height of popularity of that 70 show. 2000. I mean, it, wow. it ran from 98 to 06. So like that is the peak of that show was the yeah. years. So, um, yeah, yeah, so uh, clearly his uh, his attorney saying, "Hey, listen, you know we're uh, we're, we're confident he'll be exonerated." Um, no, come n- on, not not a chance. Uh, it, yeah, when when cases from fifteen years ago creep up and they finally arrest you, I mean it's a, it's as locked up as possible. Yeah. I, I feel like so. I mean that's it's fucked up. It, it makes it hard. Like I love that seventy show. I've always loved that seventy show. Um, but it definitely it's like Kevin Spacey, man. It, yeah, and, and I was gonna bring that up too. Like. Does this make you change the way you look at those shows? And I, for 
for me, my in, my first instinct is no. But then thinking about it, I was such a House of Cards stand for so long. Like I oh, loved yeah. that show, and then the spacey well, stuff. Rightfully happened. so. I, that spacey stuff happened, and I just dumped it. I just dumped it. Yeah, I. Yeah. I dumped it just because he wasn't in it and it kind of sucked afterwards to be honest. Sure. But like I I could still go back and watch it and enjoy it. I can tell you that first season was riveting. Riveting Netflix uh people people yeah, his his uh molestation charges or whatever really overshadow the fact that that was one of the most revolutionary first seasons of any television show yes. ever. Like it was that captivating. It put Netflix on the map, on the map. Yep. right right up i mean i think more than oranges of the new black personally but well it had, for, it for had original the, content it had the name recognition to bring it i think that the groundswell of orange of the new black really helped carry that momentum but yeah kevin yeah. basie bringing his you know his swag and his his clout to netflix was a big deal at that point that that was like their first big land yeah, absolutely so yeah just i mean it, so. it sucks danny masterson fucking idiot i mean uh I'm, I'm happy he's getting what he deserves uh because that it, it should just not be happening um so yeah i mean you're innocent until proven guilty but it's just th- these are the facts 15 yeah. years in the making they don't just arrest you unless they can fucking they got some charge shit. you and feel very confident that they're gonna get a conviction right um the the thing that i would hate to have happen that I think sucks about our judicial system are plea deals. I mean, what's the likelihood that he pleads out, goes to prison for a few years, gets out with parole, right? Like two years of parole, he's, two years in prison. He's yeah, he's not going to do the time that somebody that's convicted of rape, force, violent raping should be. Should be. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Do you, re- do you read these books, Tony? The Animorphs books? The Animorphs? Yeah, every once in a while. This was like, I remember back in the heydays the of days. Power Rangers and R.L. Stein. Like the Anim- Stein, Goosebumps. Yeah, exactly. Captain Bob, Underpants. Boxcar Kids. Calvin and Hobbes. Sure. Uh, Babysitter's Club. I never really cared about I, I had a, quite a few of the Animorphs books, but I just, I liked the idea more than I liked the books. <laughs> True. Um, the yeah, these were bad books. I mean, yeah. this was, I, I, it somehow works in more adult books where they have catalogs of authors. I don't know. You don't read a lot of books, I, right? I, yeah. What What's reading? Okay. Um, something that's pretty popular, like in sci-fi fantasy, is they will have a rotating list of authors that write a series of books, right? So not one person writing twenty-five books, but maybe eight people write three books each, kind of deal. Sure. And the the animorphs, uh, a lot of little kids' books basically were were this way. And so, and you're right. That's like, it, 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 like I said, the idea of in the covers were always the best, right? Like of them transforming oh, into yeah. something like that was really what jumped out at you. Um, well, they had the they had the thing too where, um, they had like the little symbols on the pages, right? And you could flip through oh, and see them, correct. Yeah, yeah. So you kind of go through and check it out. So, um, but yeah, this is apparently fine. And this is kind of strange that it hasn't been at least in like a B movie. Uh, they're gonna they're optioning this into. A, a film franchise or trying to anyway apparently they've been working on okay. this since 2015 that universal have been trying to work on getting this turned into a film series uh, but it looks oh. like there is uh, some some things headed that way to to make this a reality so an animorphs film might work and it might be just as bad well i shouldn't say just as bad that that power rangers reboot movie wasn't that bad but it was it was pretty no, bad. it wasn't 
uh, books to film. It works. It works more often than not. I think, sure. especially if there's a little clout, like a company like Universal. Right. Um, just think about like all these mediocre books that got turned into movies, like Fifty Shades, uh, Twilight, uh, The Hunger Games. weren't even that great of books, really. They got turned into amazing movies. Um, I'd say more the like Divergent the series, Maze Runner, Divergent. Shit. I mean, yeah, exactly. once, once I think Twilight was a fine book series. I think uh, Hunger Games is pretty good. But once you saw that 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 YA young adult film series or film the novels, everyone was just yeah. tearing up everything they could. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So like, it, studios bought up right these properties. Yeah, everything. Yeah. So I don't know. Animorphs. So. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah, animorphs. It has, it has the sound of a Netflix if, movie. If you could turn into a, an animal, what would it be? I've I've always said that I want to fly, so I'd be yeah. some sort of big ass bird, eagle. Uh, yeah, you're bald, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna ask if you were gonna call me like a condor or something like that. So I'm actually bald, you know, because eagles aren't actually bald. No. But whatever, you didn't capitalize on it. So that's fine. I was giving you the America symbol, man, and burning you at the same America. time, and burning you at the same time. It was fine. True. Um, we got a little bit of wrestling news. That's what it sounds like at the greatest match of all time. <laughs> He's the greatest match of all time. Yeah, which is ironic because we didn't even put anything on here from Backlash. But yes, Backlash happened last week. You were here. We watched it. It was meh. That match, looking back, was a fine wrestling match. Definitely. I mean, definitely an 8 out of 10. Like, but, it, it it was good. It was not the greatest of all time. No. It might be the greatest wrestling match of 20... Never. Nope. That's not true either. Uh, the greatest wrestling match of June 2020. Yes. Nope. That's not true either. That, what, that one day in June. <laughs> oh, of June. Yeah. Never the greatest wrestling match of June 12th yes. or something yeah. like that. Oh, yes. Maybe so. Maybe so. Um, yeah. The, the pay-per-view was blah. There were quite a few A-listers that didn't even wrestle Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, um, Chris Benoit. You know, <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, he was there in spirit with the Crippler Crossface. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, it was fine. I mean, Edge apparently got injured pretty bad, tore a tricep. He's out for a few months. Um, I think the best thing about Backlash was what happened on Raw the next the night. Christian stuff. The Christian stuff. I was like, no fucking way he's wrestling. Nope. And then Flair? Nope. Flair came out. Yes. That was weird, man. Dropping with the he's fucking heel. Heel Flair forever, man. Hit him with the fucking low blow. Dropped him so he get punted. I can't even I can't even believe that Flair can still move, to be honest with you. Well, yeah, I mean they definitely quick camera cut it away from him so he could drop and hit that, and Christian definitely sold it like a champion. He's like almost as bad as Jake Roberts in the ring right now. Uh, yeah, yeah, it seems like they're building towards an Extreme Rules match with Christian and and Orton. So they're going to try to fluff this this uh, rivalry till Edge. Are going to keep up. saying that it's not sanctioned? Like I love, all of a sudden, is he is Christian's concussions now? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? The the Big Show thing was weird though. Like he's he's getting these cameos. I think just because. WWE is helping bankroll this Netflix show well, and um, because they need fucking people right now. I gosh, I would think that there's got to be better people than the big show. The guy walks weird. He doesn't move much in the ring and he's not good on promos. So 
He's a good I interview. don't know what the deal is. He's a good interview. Yeah, good. Sure. Right good interview. Any, good, old, good old Paul White. Anyway, uh, yeah, aside from that, uh, yeah, some real fucked up COVID shit happening. Yeah. So, AEW, we've been praising because they've had people ringside, top tier talent ringside, not bullshit uh, jobbers. And they've been, that has added to their atmosphere, right? We've been praising AEW for that. Fast forward to WWE in the last few weeks, they've added ringside people, Ta- talent quote-unquote talent basically people that that uh are at the performance center like c-tier wrestling stars and you know they've been i i seem to remember michael cole at least once or twice on smackdown saying that oh we've got these people from nxt ringside they've been tested for covid blah 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 guess what turns out they weren't getting tested they were getting their temperature taken and oh yeah one of those people tested positive he was at backlash people confirmed that this guy was on camera uh well the wwe confirmed he was there um we don't know exactly who it is there's speculation based on who was not allowed at raw and apparently at some of the tapings for this coming uh, week's SmackDown. So just fucked up, dude. Come well, on, Vince. Then you got people that are immediately dropping out, you know, like Bray Wyatt just had a kid. So he's been out because he's trying to be safe. He's on yep. his way back. But now it's like Kevin Owens just finally came back from an injury. But the second that shit flared up, he's like, I'm not coming. Like, fuck that. Yeah. You know, Roman's out because of the Cove. He just, he's not showing up for it. So um, fires the Amazon. Yeah, they, they essentially fired Sami Zayn. They didn't, but yeah, they essentially did. They stripped his title yeah. anyway. Um, but and yeah, you got talent like Rusev that's not there. Yeah, they fired uh, Rusev, that they're letting go. You know, and so it's just they're they're doing some really fucked up, stupid things and not putting themselves in a successful position to 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 overcome uh, the hole they continue to build for themselves. Because you flip over Wednesday night to the old fucking dynamite, and yep. it just I don't know how much more dick i've got left to suck on this thing but man <laughs> aew just killing it and i was great like i i ricky stark showed up which i had kind of been on my radar because i i went down a rabbit hole like two months ago and watched a bunch of old uh not old but independent circuit um matches uh, matches from people that are popular now in aw that i like a lot like mjf sammy guevara uh and ricky ricky starks was one of the guys that was running with these guys um on the independent circle but had not made his way to aw yet so that was pretty cool that he was there he got he got right in and and was a great had match. a shot yeah he had a title shot like immediately um i really like what the character that cody rhodes is portraying putting on um he is I'm trying to remember if something like this has ever happened. So first of all, he's a fighting champion, right? Which is all well and good. And those come and go. You got like your Brock's, you know, your Brock Lesnar's. Your John Cena's who open challenge every time they can. Yeah, but the thing that Cody's doing really well is obviously he's not dropping the title, which is the whole problem with a fighting champion is you're you're not going to drop the title on a weekly show to a no a nobody that comes out but he's doing a really good job of selling and putting people over without losing yep and he's that's kind of his that's kind of his thing now which i was like oh that's pretty cool for AEW. but then i remember in in wwe he was also that guy i mean he wasn't exactly top star talent he was was kind of that guy there though 
that's what I'm saying is like this. It, it is what he's good at. And he's taking that now and making that look way better than WWE ever did. Right. He's doing the exact same thing. He's putting people over, making it look really good without him looking like a schlub right. and drop in this case, dropping a title. But they never did that in WWE for him. They never gave him that opportunity to be a star, but also elevate the roster. Sure. And I, I really like that he's doing it now. Um, and he generally seems to enjoy himself. Like when he comes out to his music, he's, a good time. he's smiling. Yeah, he seems like he's really well, and, wants to be there. And I feel like the, the thing that I enjoy about AEW, because I don't want to spend too much time on, is just the little nuances that they do, right? So Cody comes out. He's there for his match. And clearly, he's the guy in charge. He knows what's going on. But he comes out, yeah. and he's like, hey, I took a beat down last week, and uh, my entire fucking friends and family didn't even come and try to help me. Like, hopefully, I'm still I am, yeah. <laughs> am, I, am I still uh, You know, it's just planting little nuggets, little seeds. That yep. might be something, might be nothing, but it's keeping this this through line in all these different stories and remembering who you are and where you came from. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like uh, I like the Colt Cabana Dark Order stuff. And next week we got a tag a team match. match. With, yeah, yeah, with uh, Brody Lee and and Colt Cabana. That should be fun. Oh, yeah. Taz um, is going to be uh, there next week on commentary. Mox will be back. Mox will be back. He he was a. He got a great promo, as simple as it was, and as little as he promo? said. Great, yeah. I got fucking. He, what he was like, you know that, you know. Yeah. What I mean? my demons yeah. are kept at bay for for beating the shit out of people like you. I'm a son of a bitch, right. <laughs> and he just walks off. Just so good. Uh, Sammy with uh, singing Judas 2.0. That was fucking great again. <laughs> it's just so yeah. much good good going and on. Losing was brilliant. Best friends getting the win, and then my boy, my boy, eventually squeezed coming out of the cameraman was the best. Yeah, that was good. I just love, love the thumb. Yeah, love it. Yeah, I man, I want to buy it. Baker stuff was pretty funny. With with, uh, that that was a miss for me. That was the one miss. I'm like, I don't care about. She's pretty. She's pretty funny. I just don't care about Britt Baker. Uh, What else happened on AEW that I liked this week? Oh. Matt Hardy. I like how they're just leaning into the fact that Matt Hardy knows that he's fucked up and he's yeah. got like six personalities. Hey, who are you this who, time? Who are you next week? Un- yeah. Uncurable. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Sammy Guevara. Who's who's Sammy going to see next week? Oh, unkillable Matt Hardy. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Okay, great. Yep. Love it. Okay, cool. See you next week. I will say, and I, I don't want to bitch about it too much because it, it's not that big of a deal, but two things because I just see this now. Number one, a whole lot of tag matches that felt like this week. And granted, that's kind of their thing. That is kind of their thing, but I, just don't don't get too crazy about it. You know what I mean? Just don't don't sure. do it. Uh, number two is what happened to Alley Cat? Now she's just Alley, <laughs> and she's not with the Butcher and the Blade. Like where where that? Yeah, go? that was weird, huh? That's strange. Um, but, and the Butcher and Blade have like completely changed their get up. Yeah, the, in the ring they're still the same, but right. like they're much more vocal. They're all in white. Like it's a really good look, I think, but. Right. Um. Yeah, that's. They have just a. They could have an entire show of just tag teams. Like that's how stacked they are, stacked. and how talented it is. FTR's in the ring next week. That's exciting. Well, just let's just go through quickly the tag teams. Like off the top of our head, you know the American Nightmares, the, yeah, Dustin, the Natural Dustin Nightmares, the Natural Nightmares. Sorry, Dustin and uh, uh, what's his name? Yeah, uh, C.T. Marshall. Um, C.T. Marshall. You have Butcher and the Blade. You have the Jurassic Express, uh, FTR, uh, the Best Friends, 
who was the other tag team that was on last night? The kind of hippie guys. Uh, the gun club. Well, the gun club was on last night. Yeah. That was funny. That was good. Against MJF. That was good. I like Billy Gunn. Yeah, you have MJF and Wardlow as a tag team. I don't know who you listen. Uh, here's, here's your current roster rankings from AEW specifically. I, I wasn't listening to who you answered. Uh, um, okay, all right. This is just a few of them. Lucha Bros. Not Lucha wrong, Bros. Yeah. Right. Santana and Ortiz. Yes. Dark yeah, Order. I was going to say them. Dark Order. Yep, Dark Order. SCU. The Young Bucks. The tag team champions, <laughs> Omega and Page. Uh, you have, and then, yeah, like you said, FTR. You saw Butcher and the Blade. You have um, uh, the La Sex Gods. You know you yeah. got the Gun Club now. There's just it's just Jurassic Express. Jurassic Express. Like it, the list goes on. Yeah, the list goes on. It's good. Man. It it's is good. It is. It's very good. I like it. I like all of it. And is Fighter Fest going to be just on regular TV? Yeah, it's just uh, two night. Uh, in July, I think they're both it's not a pay per view, right? It's just it's in two weeks. Yeah, it's just TNT. That's gonna be great. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking excited. forward to that. I'm excited. I, I thought it was a pay per view, which was kind of disappointing. But when like two nights and it's on TNT, I was like, hold on, hold on. I get two nights of awesome AW. It's two weeks in a row. It's just two two back to back weeks. July first uh, okay. and, and July eighth. Which hey, that's okay. You know, um, and Give it to me, baby. as of right now, you got Moxley and Cage, uh, o- Omega and Page versus Best Friends, Cody versus Hager, uh, Hikaru yep. Shida versus Penelope Ford, and Jericho versus Cassidy. You know, you're gonna have Britt Baker versus uh, the, the transvestite lady. I can't think of her name. Um, oh, no, 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 Nyra. no, it won't be that. It'll be uh, Big Swole. Big Swole, sorry, she, yeah, she, that not the transvestite lady. Trans, transgender, uh, please be a little more compassionate with your words. Is that the word? Is it, trans, is it transgender? Or yeah, trans, tr- transvestite. Transvestite would could be perceived as a uh, a, a not so good term. Transgender oh. person or an a, a member of the LGBTQ community. That is Nyla. Plus, Rose. There's, a, there's a plus on there. By she the way, she's a little bit of a plus size. Yes, but that would be Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose. Okay. Okay. Here's, your, here's uh, another list of your tag teams. Sorry, I just want to get through this. Jeez. Best friends, technically the Brotherhood, but you haven't seen Cody and Dustin tag for a while. But yeah, you got uh, right. Butcher and the Blade, Dark Order, the Elite, FTR, the Gun Club, the Hybrid Two, which is uh, Angelico and Jack Evans. They've been wrestling on Dark AEW Dark, I think. Uh, Inner Circle, yeah. which is Lasex Gods or Santana and Ortiz, Jurassic Express, fucking Lucha Bros, Natural Nightmares, Private Party, SoCal Uncensored, Strong Hearts, and Super Bad Death Squad, which is the that was the new one they put out last that, yeah, last night. Yeah, that was which I'm I'm okay with the Super bad squad is i think what they're really going by but right it was a kip sabian and uh uh jimmy havoc yes so good good save because i didn't remember you're fine jimmy's a weird looking dude and listen here's the best tag team okay jr and tony skiavone skiavone (laughs) that's the best tag team in the goddamn nation right now I, I i don't disagree with you buddy uh boy we're on to the watch and played pretty close to that tight 90 i don't have a lot to talk about i you i already talked about what i played and i watched shit i started a show on netflix that i'm not super committed to called outer banks kind of like young kids uh grown up poor on these islands off the east coast and it's fine it's like a mystery drama type type situation um but otherwise yeah i haven't I haven't watched much and I haven't 
played a lot. I've been playing a fuckload of Destiny, going through all the campaign and doing the strikes. Like, it's just, I'm addicted to the gunplay. Sure. But other than that, we played some COD. Uh, I mean, we were we were fucking shit up for a while. I, I will say that this, uh, I don't know what you snorted or, or I mean, maybe you popped an Adderall or something, but uh, the that day... <laughs> You had a pretty strong two days, but that specific day that we played Call of Duty where you were just on it. Dude, what I told you, when we start running and gunning, like I got him I'm I'm good to go. Yeah, we were, we I were wrecking, the yeah, we were wrecking it pretty good. Yeah, we, we typically are, are the reserved, like let's do some of these recon missions, lay low. We were going straight bounties. Straight yeah, we were like, hey, we're gonna fuck some dudes. We're, up we were here, going buddy. for the smoke. We want the, the smoke. smoke. Absolutely. What about the Viking Raiders experience? What I'm was that called? It. I'm over the it. Viking Prophets? I'm over it. Okay. Is that the end of our episode? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Did you watch anything other than that no. Netflix show? <laughs> watch that shitty mullet on your head. Whoa! Listen, brother, right here. Don't be jealous because you're over there oh all God, day that shit. I got to look at that two weekends in a row. Oh, you fucking love it, and you know it. Run, oh. run your hands for this shit if you want to. Should I shave my head tomorrow? Or should I leave it so that you can touch it? I don't want to touch it, but you should just leave it. I mean, it's not like you're impressing anybody going to work. So you can, you can I can prove to you that I can actually grow hair. I, if you if if you would let your hair grow for a month, I would be very excited. <sighs> I just can't do that with work. Like no one it wears would, a ha- wear a hat. That's not wear. A no, hat. I mean I'm I'm on video conferences every day, and now it's <sighs> you see people. I mean that's that's the whole reason I. I did my background that we talked about. Okay. Oh, God. You can't talk to this man about corporate America without him <laughs> thinking that you're a WA. <laughs> Just let your hair grow. People will be excited. You might slay some pussy. There are quite a few people at work that have started to <laughs> shave their beards and just go mustache, like super trooper mustache. I thought about when I put the hair and me shaving it to a mustache, I'd look like a brown Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson, the pitcher, <laughs> Diamondback Randy Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Except the fact that you're short and fat, not yeah. tall. And well, yeah. I mean, I didn't say physically. I didn't say shaving my beard would make me lose 400 pounds. But I'm just saying, Listen, like, I, I, you I, can kill a bird, but it ain't going to be from going a 100 mile an hour fastball. Okay. Oh boy. That's pretty good. That's good. All right. Hey, you know what we did watch? At least I watched that last ride episode four. I, I tried to turn it on today and my TV would not output sound and I got pissed off and started. I just shut my TV <laughs> off. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I haven't um, I haven't fucked with it since, but I was like, hey, I'm going to turn this on and then it wouldn't play. And so I turn it off, turn it back on, shut the PlayStation off, turn it back on. Nothing. I'm like, fuck this. I'm just left. I should say that uh, it, it was a really good episode, probably the best episode that they've had. And, you know, it gets into the Saudi the stuff. The Undertaker uh, miniseries are doing on the WWE network. That's correct. Good. Good job, Dirk. Um, follows the last years of his career, basically. And we were at this really kind of what we knew was going to be a fire episode because it's the culmination is him and Goldberg in Saudi Arabia, where it one of the worst matches of all time. Probably right, and uh, I was expecting beyond hope that Goldberg would be on there to commentate. No, not that did not happen. No, 
Well, I, th- I, th- I just thought because, you know, he came back and he had a few more matches even after that. But, uh, yeah, he wasn't on there. But Taker talked about how like he had never worked with Goldberg. They didn't practice or nothing. Like, they were going into a blind. Um, y- you know, Goldberg got concussed. He walked through that process. And then uh, it shows him going, basically leaving Gorilla right after that and not, like, not talking to Vince. Went right past Vince, which is not a just not thing. what Taker does. Right. Um, going kind of into seclusion, but then he comes back and has a really good tag match a few months later with Roman. With Roman, then he tells Vince after that, "I'm done." Like he just comes back and he's he's congratulating everybody. He gets a hold of Vince at Gorilla and he's like, "That's it, I'm done, no more." And Vince is like, "We'll talk about." it. He's like, "No, I don't think so. No, we won't." Then I was going to say, I know how the episode ends because that's I, I read it the night that we we're at your place. Yeah. So then they cut at the very end. You think they're not going to talk about how he comes back the next year and has a mania match with AJ at the very end. They give you like a five second of him walking off, grabbing AJ and saying, hey, I got to talk to you about something. And that's how it just hard right. cuts at the end, right. which was like gave me gooseies. Right. Did you know how um, that match was? Well, and they've done a really good job of dropping the fact that he's wanted to work with AJ for years and years right. and hasn't found the opportunity. And so if this um, is the culmination of his career, it sure does seem like he got to go out the way he wanted to. Which is exactly the payoff of this entire documentary, I think, I is that so he he's done. he went out on his own terms right. and it's it's done. Yep. Now, whether or not I believe or you believe that he's actually like I, I, how many more in-ring live wrestling matches can he do? Probably none. I would say zero. How many more of these boneyard pre- matches? I think he's. I think he can put some motherfuckers to rest for sure. I think so too. I just don't know. They've already kind of diminished the returns when it comes to these pre-tape matches, though. Not in this well, specifically with that one. Yeah, AJ just came back. No nothing. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Um, I do have on the docket. I want to watch the Summer of Slam. ESPN this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I still haven't made time to watch like the four hours of the Lance Armstrong, or the, even though it looks really interesting to watch B water. But yeah. Yeah. That, that one actually, I think is probably going to be the weakest of all of them so far this that summer. Sucks too. Um, what, you know, maybe for somebody that does, doesn't already know about Bruce Lee, it might be really interesting, but for me, it was like probably like a six out of 10. Um, but yeah, that's what's on the docket. Maybe Watchmen. Play The Last of Us. Maybe watch me ESPN. Sure. It's going to be a busy, lazy weekend. It's a, it's a Last of Us. Smoking some brisket, making some cheesy taters, drinking some beer. Do you bring anything? Um, I mean, bring bring your drinks. Uh, I got chairs. I can, up, I can pack up my grill. It's portable. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Come on. We knew that was going to get you oh, a little bit. Boy, I got nothing. All right. Well... In DTS quality fashion, episode 56, this was. I'm Tony. I'm Derek. We We out here. (laughs) Fucking faked you out. (laughs) 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 Poor (laughs) shit.